0: What's up rap fans welcome back to the hip-hop enthusiast podcast keeping you up to date on hip-hop music in 2018 I'm your host Kyle French and today is November 9th We're gonna be taking a look at Mick Jenkins new album pieces of a man and the collaborative effort humble pie by homeboy Sandman and Edon We'll go headline hunting see what's popping in the culture Snoop D-O-double G casually being a legend as usual We'll have your hot in the street song of the week with a slight alteration to it, but it's still hot, it's still in the streets, and it's still the song of the week. As always, we'll end things off with new music announcements. Recap the newest releases in the greatest genre of music to ever grace the earth. All right here, the easiest way to stay in touch with the hip-hop industry, which runs its cycles faster than ever. You can't be getting behind right here. Keep you up to date. Just smash that subscribe button on iTunes and the Apple Podcast app. 40 Minutes. Once a week, no hassle. You'll get all the scoops, all the plugs on new rap music. And if you really mess with me like that, go follow me on either of my Instagram accounts, at hip hop HipHopNth and at MetaBritic. HipHopNth is my individual takes on music, more just an extension of the show here. MetaBritic is a group-based review page that I started with some other guys much more recently. And it's already taking off. Followers can get involved by voting on albums and artists. It's interactive and fun. So go check both those out if you want more content, but let's get into it. We got pieces of a man, Mick Jenkins, straight up out of the Chicago hip-hop modern scene that I absolutely love. He's 27, originally actually from Alabama, but reps the Chicago scene, grew up there, really formed himself there. The peak of his young career came on The Waters, a 2014 mixtape regarded as one of the decade's best tapes and a personal favorite of mine. I adore that tape. Mixed music has always revolved around conscious material, trying to understand and explain worldly truths, whether it's love, truth itself, self-love, peace, societal issues. Major talking points right there. And I find him to draw uh, similarities to Isaiah Rashad with his often slow-tempo, minimalistic beats, and his penchant for wavy vibes. He's definitely a late-night vibes artist for sure. And Pieces of a Man is right up Mick Jenkins' alley. Sounds like what you'd expect for the most part from him. Thematically, the album takes influence from Gil Scott Heron's 1971 album and song of the same name, Pieces of a Man. That album tackled many similar topics, and the song spoke to how it's impossible for a lot of people on the outside looking in to see the whole of a man and understand his thoughts, feelings, and his actions completely. And I think Mick felt that. He, you know, When he was garnering hype and acclaim... And you got critics running pieces on him and his music and magazines and sites talking about him. And he felt like they just they didn't understand him fully. And it just is so hard from someone on the outside looking in to capture the whole of a man. So that's the idea behind the album. And Mick will you know do his best to give us just simply him to his core, who he is, what he is. Both spoken word tracks on here are also titled hair on flow one and hair on flow two another nod to the legendary gil scott and after experiencing a decent drop-off in publicity since the waters this album proves that he's not really concerned with the notoriety the fame and the benefits and the trappings that comes with it he's found his peace and comfort in other things and, and speaks to individuality in a big way on multiple tracks one being gwendolyn's apprehension which is easily my favorite song On the hook, he actually recites Gwendolyn Brooks' poem titled We Real Cool. And I'll just read it because it's that short, so this is how it goes. We real cool, we left school, we lurk late, we strike straight, we sing sin, we thin gin, we jazz June, we die soon. And to echo those sentiments over a charming black milk instrumental, he dispels social rules that many feel urged to conform to when wanting acceptance. He admits he actually fell victim to similar things, but now he just needs pollination not your validation he's more concerned with you know finding his inner self and peace within himself than trying to make everybody fall in love with him and everybody hype up his music and write good things about he doesn't care about all that anymore he's kind of taking a step back plain clothes continues this theme as he rejects the outlandish fashion trends of many modern rappers instead preferring to hide in plain sight with plain clothes He'll leave all the, you know, million-dollar shirts and expensive, you know, Gucci, Louis whatever it is, bait apparel to all the young guys who who want to flex that stuff and rock chains, whatever. He's, he's cool with just blending in, chilling. And it's the direct focus tracks like these when Mick Jenkins is at his best. Sonically, he finds nice pockets on here as well, like the late-night riding track Pull Up, which is basically fuck it and he just kind of gives in to some of his some social pressures from like close friends around him who kind of want to eat off his success and he's like you know what whatever I'm, i'm done alienating people pushing people away just pull up on me we'll go have a good time and he also delivers some cutting verses on understood and his second verse on ghost is also a highlight i do have to say though i was a little lost as far as the flow of the album and the connection of its concepts he weaved in multiple skits and spoken word interludes. And those would, it would appear that he's trying to direct the action, but they seem slightly random and didn't really lead up to anything. As, you know, individual spoken word pieces. They're they're solid. But you'd expect in the context of an album for them to carry more of a cornerstone feel and direct the action, which they didn't really. And I couldn't pin down the pattern of ideas or sequence of of events to any solidified path. Instrumentally, he was also a little all over the place. He had like a million different collaborators making these beats. It seemed like there were new names in the production credits. Every track that I, I took a glimpse at Kate Tronada definitely delivered some of the best moments. And I wish he had served a more prominent role. Not that I, you know, I need rappers to stick with one specific producer for their whole project. But I think if he had you know, gotten behind the boards a little bit more often, this album would have been even that much better. There are also strange stretches of impersonation songs, which may have had to do with the producers he brought in, starting with Grace and Mercy. Felt like it belonged on the trap section of Joey Perp's Quarter Thing. And the following two tracks drew strong comparison to No Name's poetic style, both in the beats and the flow he used. I'm still kind of scratching my head as to why that series of tracks was in there but fortunately despite those few blips he also did have some great impersonations of himself finding extreme confidence and comfort in where he's at and how he's delivering his music and that comes across it's, it's always kind of come across in his voice I've always loved his demeanor and his vocal tone it just comes through so full and confident it sounds like I'm listening to his music on thousand dollar high-end headphones the way it comes across just so clear compared to a lot of other rappers. However, the biggest thing holding this album back was actually his delivery in a lot of ways, which at times lacked strong passion we usually find him with. Some tracks were overwritten, focusing too much maybe on what was said instead of the emphaticness of the words and how they're said. I wonder if Mick at this point has almost become desensitized to his observations, To the point that he lacks the same vigor and adrenaline that he had when first discovering and wandering into this unknown territory of his profound wokeness. So there is something to be desired there. But either way, still a well put together album that caught my attention and my ear the last couple weeks. One of my most listened to albums over that span. The best tracks on here, Gwendolyn's Apprehension, Pull Up, Understood, and Soft Porn. My least favorite tracks would be Grace and Mercy and probably Reginald. I would recommend this album if you like Isaiah Rashad, Saba, or No Name. And overall rating, I, I like Mick, so I'm going to go 7.5 out of 10, getting that you know biased half-point bump right there. But I'll play a couple tracks from the album for you guys. So this is Gwendolyn's Apprehension and Pull Up by Mick Jenkins from his new album, Pieces of a Man. Yeah, so I'm with you cool like. quick fast quick fast plus 1
1: that's quick math. quick sense say slow for some quick cash quick that got a better chance with bitcoin big banks see you stuck in this shit's deep Crip keep now you fucking with the blockchain speed race till we running out of octane i brought loud, you boy reggie that's a mismatch we not on the same page, this shit no no age can't sauce through the beef this ain't bowl of nails don't get mad cuz i roll it straight bullet the strike new and i'm finna need some more again trying to write while they bite. i'm not holy feel disagree with the nigga, but they know he real they gonna see for themselves no i told you so can't teach a young nigga, he don't want to know could be a flower we, we don't want to grow real cool we left school we learn lay we sing sing we jazz join we, we die soon we die soon we die soon with your cool lives. What you cool like? with your cool ass, like? die soon we real cool we left school we late, like we see we Jazz join we die soon we die soon we die soon with your cool ass Part of my judgment and it's worth I'm tryna be reflected, don't mean to be overt with it. All this shit connected, no cursive, it's more coercing than simple calligraphy. Figure me a whole different nigga from what I was meant to be. Different mental, it was stencil, that was incidental This was way before followers when I was following Wasn't till a bit later when I started flowering Then I needed pollination, not your validation Till they tell you you ain't shining that's the provocation I be speaking on the humble in the conversation Who would think that I still caught the Cuban link? It was thrifting now it's Barney's is that you were me Barnes and noble savage army nigga who you read One stroke of the pen for your eulogy Usually if not shit new to me. Niggas be too cool for me. Too many social rules for me. That superficial shit ain't fooling me. I'm in the party and this nigga think we, he's schooling me. cool we left school we learned, lay, we ain't we. Hey pull up on me, I've been down the ride. Just pull ups, my chin's to the sky like pull ups. I've been working, good luck. Eating punches from these biceps They come with concepts They come in bunches From the core I've been doing crunches They been sleeping I'ma make them sit up We crunched the numbers We was fed up Had to get that bread up I gotta focus I've been giving out So much of my soul Fuck it Tell the homies Pull up on me I've been down the ride Just pull ups My chin to the sky Like pull ups We ain't looking down We ain't throwing shade Just pull up on me I've been down the ride smoke something, we can drink, let you hold something, just pull up on me. I've learned to work in environments that really aren't conducive for work, just because of the way that this shit works, I throw myself into it, and niggas' hit stick hurt, and I'm supposed to be okay with that, around the world and made it back, and all I had was shit to fix when I got home, lose real friends when I be in my zone, get slimes for the sand when the flight too long. Burn the page if I write too long We burn the sage if we fight too long We ain't talked in weeks You ain't answer my text I was overseas Young nigga trying to stay live You want to smoke a Tray Five And you already know we stay high We just trying to find them daylight. soul chops Soul food, not cold cuts It's gonna hit you different when you hungry Get it? And I need enough to split it Fuck it Pull up on me, I been down the ride We can smoke some. Make a drink, let you hold some. Just pull up on me. Just pull up on me, I've been down the ride. Just pull-ups. My chin's in the sky like pull-ups. We ain't looking down. We ain't throwing
0: shade. You just heard Gwendolyn's Apprehension and Pull Up by Mick Jenkins. Maybe not the most consistently great album I've heard. But the highs are high. Both those songs I absolutely love right there. But on this date in music, October 26th, we got not an album with just a few songs I love, but an entirety-packed cover-to-cover of songs I love, and that is Humble Pie by Homeboy, Sandman, and Edon. A recently formed duo which features Homeboy, Sandman primarily as the MC, and Edon handling the production with brief vocal appearances on only a couple tracks. Edon definitely curates the sound of this experimental hip-hop adventure. He's a 39 years old. He's bounced around between Maryland, Boston, and Brooklyn as his home base, often referred to as the Humble Magnificent. That's the name of his website, kind of his pseudonym. And this is his first album since 2005's Beauty and the Beat, which gained notable acclaim. So he's been lurking in the shadows for some time now. On the other hand, Homeboy Sandman, 38 years old from Queens, New York. He's actually been dropping consistently since the mid-2000s, rarely missing a year where he doesn't get something out. I personally had never heard of him until now. Both these guys are deep underground artists. I haven't even really seen many of my musically inclined fellow hip-hop enthusiasts talking about this album, posting about it, whatever. And I don't remember who it was. I wish I could thank them specifically. But someone threw up a post saying, hey, don't don't miss this. This just dropped and it's fantastic. And, you know, the inner music fan in me, you want to be the first one to the new guys coming up. You want to be the first one on the bandwagon of an amazing album. You want to be there from the jump. And so that got to me and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I can hype up this album. And so I was already kind of going in with that mentality. But from the jump first track, I was like, hold up, like. This is for real. We're actually doing this. Like, this is hip-hop to its core, and it was fantastic. The album is a concise seven tracks that demands a re-listen immediately after the outro closes at only, like, 26, 27 minutes or so. You can listen to it twice in an hour, and I've done that countless times. It's on the cutting edge of innovation. It's hard to come up with an album that actually sounds like this. It dives into alternative rock, psychedelic rock, with a flair for mania, and by flair I mean a huge overwhelming dose of mania. It's reminiscent of Danny Brown's atrocity exhibition, in a way it creates an aura of lunacy and mimics the state of like a heavy drug trip. If you hear these beats on their own, you'd wonder how in the world any rapper is gonna find a proper flow and pocket, but Homeboy Sandman is right at home. And I'll just run through this track by track since the project is short. The aptly titled intro, Grim Seasons, is just that. Sandman's grim, gritty interpretation of the struggle to survive laid out in chronological order of a year transitioning through changing seasons. Starts with descriptions of cold-blooded cutthroat actions with wintry references, then transitions quickly into the spring season, introducing it with associating people seeing the green for the first time and changing, speaking about money, but also a perfect parallel to how the green colors, the grass, the trees come out in spring. He's talking about the rain coming down and the feeling of the uphill battle and, and obstacles in his you know, rap career, feeling like he's under this cloud of, of a downpour. And he has this line in here that is phenomenal. He says, starts with a grind, March, and ends with uncertainty, May. I mean, the parallels and the metaphors he uses are mind-blowingly sharp and accurate. My only real criticism of this track is that occasionally the instrumental peaks so high and overpowers the lyrics, making you kind of strain to gather the meaning and decipher what is going on. But that's kind of part of the lunacy and the mania of the album, with these very experimental, like rock-leaning hip-hop beats. And then next we get the gut with the duo forcing the idea of trusting your gut and not your eyes down your throat. Sandman raps with such disdain and disgust, and he does this throughout the album. But this is one of the real highlights for him. He also shows off even further lyrical proficiency with devastating punchlines and punctual bars. And underneath it all, Eon throws in these like extraterrestrial synthesizers and sweet melodies over off kilter drum hits. And even shows up on the bridge, kind of serving as this like half on, half off chorus. And I, I gotta be honest, I don't really love it. It sounds like samples of like a pre-adolescent, most deaf, lost recording from 1994. It sounds so old. I would have swore it was a sample, but it's actually a 2018 recording. Not the most unfavorable comparison to be, you know, referred to an unrefined, most deaf, but it does sound out of date and a little on the lyrical miracle. Spiritual individual side, then we keep it rolling into rock and roll Indian dance, which is easily the most maniacal, numbed up track on here. I've never shot up heroin personally, but I know exactly what it feels like for having listened to this song. They trade bars over a waning, like screechy instrumental that's honestly uncomfortable. This was the most uncomfortable song to listen to the first time through. But then it rumbles into this like deranged chorus with like reverb, like childlike vocals. And at first I was like, this is just weird. This is too much. And by like the fifth or sixth time I was singing along and it creates just very visceral feelings. Really, really the whole album does. But that was probably the most so. The track Unwavering Mind is probably my least favorite, but it sports a brilliantly composed beat. It's like perfectly choppy and static. To the point, it sounds like your radio cutting in and out, but to a rhythmic pattern. And I think Edon probably was the most free and having the most fun when throwing this one together. He gets some open space to play with his mixing boards and showcase his full creativity and range of musical tastes. I did find this to be Sandman's probably his weakest lyrical performance and it gripped me the least. I really remember Edon entirely from this track and not so much the MC work. And the thing that, like, really got to me about this song is the ending is an absolute blue ball. You get this phantom-like faded beat transition that, like, perfectly warps into a completely different sound and blooms into, like, this enchanting melody, but then just, like, it it plays for maybe seven seconds and then just cuts into the next track. If that had become, like, a second part to the song with another developed side to it, that would have been sick, but it... It ended up just being like this kind of cool little beat switch he used to end the song. The moment when sounds like almost a Smashing Pumpkins instrumental and features Sandman's most sobering lyrics. This is the track that serves kind of as the pause and craziness where you snap out of it and for a moment realize where you are and what you're doing, pondering all your previous moves. Up till this point in the album, you're just lost in the chaos and amusement of what's going on. So it's almost like we're actually right there feeling the same things he is as he kind of snaps out of things. So do we as listeners. And it's a cool like moment to kind of like get your bearings, refresh for a second before diving back into maybe their best thematic song, which is hashtag never use the Internet again. It's actually basically just a much better done version of a track I criticized last episode, that being Single Ghost by Open Mike Eagle from his recent EP And the angst and disgust peaks here from Sandman. Just roasting all facets of the internet. He goes just full aggro on the ways people waste their lives away online with witty and hilarious lyrics. He had a line that just stuck with me. He said, YouTube has ads on all the best music for all the worst music. And goddamn did I feel that. I mean, I felt that deep. And the chorus, it's anthemic. And for a minute, had me rethinking the whole online thing cunning and perfectly captured all their feelings toward internet like enslavement basically and it's all it's so funny because he it's not a person or an entity he's attacking it's the internet itself like it's not even a tangible thing and he's just tearing it to pieces so it's comical but then at the same time like a lot of the things he says are completely truthful about how people get lost in it and you get just imposters making money and people just go into it to escape their lives and it's it's a great song i mean as like almost all these are i can't say that enough so naturally after he roasts the internet they close things out by taking us back to 10,000 bc on evolution of man or evolution of sandman depending on how you read it sandman raps basically from the perspective of a caveman as it represents his uphill obstacle filled battle of breaking through with his music I think was the parallel he was trying to make here. And in a crazy way, it actually returns us back to the grim reality he opened the album with, with just a struggle to survive on grim seasons. And the narration is is awesome on this, as he literally like goes through the everyday life and mindset of a caveman, hunting buffalo, sleeping on granite rocks, even sneaks in a, a stance against domestic ab- abuse, saying he doesn't hit his woman with his club. Just a lot of that you somehow able to warp into a song based like thousands of years ago so those are the seven tracks we got on here i love all of them humble pie is just simply brilliant both rapper and producer dominating their lanes both in creativity and execution playing off each other to become more than either could probably be on their own i could see humble pie sneaking into my top five albums of the year without thinking twice i'm about it that hard Best tracks on here, Grim Seasons, Rock and Roll Indian Dance, Evolution of Man, and The Gut. Worst tracks, I, I guess I would say Unwavering Mind, but in all honesty, there's there's no song on here I'd even consider average. And I would recommend this album to you if you like Aesop Rock, Quelle, Chris, or Your Old Droog. Overall rating, I'm throwing this a 9 out of 10, and I'll give you guys a taste of this magnificence. So here is Grim Seasons and The Gut. By Homeboy Sandman and Edan on their recent collaboration, Humble Pie.
2: The trees barren, the black ice hazardous. Snowstorms slowing up the ambulance. Ain't had gloves, hands fatter when I stepped inside. Eyes running, nose teary eyed. Stain rise out the womb. Ancient cultures used to think it was a spirit. Shelters competition is furious. Think fast, who ain't looked after, cold hard facts, colder with the wind factor Characters, be they guests, you can't see they eyes, but you can see they breath God willing, God forbidden, good riddance to the frostbitten No heroes below zero, dark times ain't too much light Sundown early, too much night, cold hearts, cold stands. yeah it's raining it's the perfect time for crying when there's plenty flowers growing to pick for decoration at the showing it's the perfect time for dying nothing is black and white it's all gray congestion in the street and in your sinus the morning mist the morning and the mist guided unclean under spring showers spring fall you might lose more than an hour danger son now nah, i mean when people start to see the green you know it changes them the birds and the bees return unsupervised seeds learn the birds and bees and take turns the time when the life starts the facts that it won't stay it starts with a crime march and ends with uncertainty May is downstairs drinking and smoking and cussing and fussing and fighting talking to the kids like they grown-ups now his daughter and son turn have an outburst catch a sunburn never mind that tan these tombs is too nice Just somebody come and get this trash I never say never run die, I say never mind, cast is trine nickel and dime me. You and what i me? use your simple mind Got fed up with nickels in the nick of time That goes for nickel bags That goes for nickel nines Didn't think they drinking up the pickle grind and never got bitten Listen what you watch your cotton picking mine I come to poke you like a Pokepon Face a poker pop up like a Pokemon Come on I'm Papa Sign Pop into the bockin' grimes And freaking break the rule of playing the cool like I'm the fucking I My Oesie way a couple times named it uncle Tons So you can call me capitan more than a couple of times Pull Believe what you got, and not what you see. Believe what you got, and not what you see. Believe what you got, and not what you say Believe what you got, and not what you see.
3: Flying sources, iron horses, lying reporters, falsifying sources, ignoring your forces. Life is all of this simultaneous They trying to play with us Just listen to your gut, gut, I'm gut I always gut, say gut,
2: thank you and please I speak Japanese Knows the evenings of eating on frankenbees. I crippled my faculties And now when you factor in the factories Burst of fracking by a factor of three My flag was flapping in the breeze Nah, I set you free while I'm scratching blades People all in on you falling on your keys what you call it When you falling but you always gettin' teased so when you ballin' but you always gettin' teased. teased That's just like pullin' tape. What signs be out of sight and out of reach Yo, honestly, get out of seat, go on the odyssey Check on the guard to see We're on the scene of gettin' sleep Sick as a dog and pissin' on a tree and gettin' treats Believe what's the God and not what you say
0: That was Grim Seasons and The Gut from Homeboy Sandman and Edon. Those are two of the more accessible and friendly tracks on the album for sure. I would highly recommend checking it out further. One of the more creative and experimental and forward-thinking genre-blending albums I've heard. In large thanks to producer Edon. So those are our album reviews for the day. We're going to hop into some headline hunting here. We'll run through, see what catches my eye, and I'll give my take on it, simultaneously keeping you up to date with hip-hop culture. That's what we do. So first one: drive-by shooting, halts Takashi Six69s, video shoot with Nicki Minaj and Kanye West. Apparently, there were shots fired. No one knows who from, who at. They were heard. Something happened. But this solidifies two things. One, six nine, you gotta shut up. You gotta stop being an idiot out here because it's no joke. Somebody will come for you. Someone will run up on you. Stop running your mouth. Just make your music. Do what you do. I get it. You gotta troll online and whatever whatever to get your name out there and get your streams. But like there's a cap, man. Like you can't be doing crazy stuff or else this is what will happen inevitably. So that's one. Number two, music video shoot with 6ix9ine and Kanye. We've heard that they were working together. Kanye said he was in the booth with him, But we haven't heard the music. It has not been released. But this 100% confirms that it did happen. It exists. I'd be surprised if we don't get it on 6ix9ine's upcoming mixtape, Dummy Boy, which he announced is right around the corner coming at the end of the month. So the other thing I saw here, we got Eminem reflects on his B-Rabbit days with throwback 8-mile photo, reminiscing on the anniversary of the 8-mile classic film, and this is probably the most relatable thing Eminem has done in that time span, because I think everybody wants that Eminem back, everyone wants 8-mile, MMLP, SSLP, Shady back. And uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't delivered in a big way for us since then. So we all feel you on that, Shady. And this one, you are not alone. Everyone agrees. We also got Future claiming he's top five dead or alive. This is, you know, an obviously blasphemous statement. So I think this is more of a PSA, a way for Future to subtly say, like, hey, guys, I still drink lean heavily and have crazy, absurd thoughts because of it. So uh, congrats on doing drugs. You're not top five dead or alive or even close. So let's throw it to an actual legend. Here we got Snoop Dogg reveals Lee Daniels and Ryan Coogler on board for his biopic. I don't know who those guys are, probably some movie producers. I'm not into that realm of entertainment so much, but what I care about is it means there's a film about Snoop coming, the West Coast icon, the D-O-double-G, the doggy style man himself, This dude is just pure entertainment, so of course I'm down for this. It may check it out whenever it comes around. And if you're not sold, the very next headline down, Snoop Dogg gets high at the White House. And in the video, he's literally smoking a joint outside the gates to the White House saying, fuck the president. So if you had any second thoughts on wanting to see his biopic, I hope you're convinced now. Because the man is an MF icon living. We also got a story here about Young Thug back in jail after failing drug test. He's run into some big problems with the law recently. I don't think people are taking it as seriously as it really is. He's got federal drug charges against him and failed the drug test, which means he has to go back behind bars. Somehow he's still been putting out music. Obviously the On The Run EP spoke to this as he's on the run. But I don't know. I don't think people are as worried as they should be about this. I mean, the man... Could literally go away for a long time. And Meek was gone for, like, maybe a year. And people were, oh, free Meek, free Meek, free Meek, back on the bandwagon immediately. Like, we can't have these guys gone. They're making great music. They're in their primes. And so, you know, if Young Thug's done some shit. If he's got to fess up to it, I get it. But, damn. And final one we got here. Pusha T makes his claim for Daytona's album of the year title. Does he have a case? Um... He could build a case. I mean, I'm a, certainly a Daytona fan, but in all honesty, I don't even see it as the best Yeezy season release. That I would have to go to Kids See Ghosts. And while you could kind of build a case for him being AOTY, I could also probably put together a compelling case that says he's not even in the top 10, top 15. There's been that much great music dropping this year. It's a shame Pusha T's not a, uh, a listener of the podcast because he'd be more woke. When asked what his competition was, He mentioned albums like Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap or Travis Scott's Astro World, Two albums that are also very good, very solid works, but in in all actuality, not competing for AOTY. So Push, if anybody knows him out there, we got any listeners who got connections with Push, hit him up, give him the link to the podcast, because he's got to kind of get a little bit more up to date on what's going on. So Terrence, trust me, I got you. Tune in. That's what's been popping in the culture. I love running through that, just hitting up a bunch of headlines, seeing what's going on, the big names, the news. It's fun for me, and hopefully you guys are learning new shit as well. But you know what time it is. After this segment, we always get into our Hot in the Streets Song of the Week. And I mentioned in the intro, this one was going to be a little bit different. Typically, I'm looking at singles for maybe upcoming releases or just stuff that's just Out streaming well as an individual track. Usually it's a little bit more mainstream focused and friendly. This this case is going to be a little bit different. I feel like I've snubbed Rock Marciano so many times on the podcast. He's put out three albums this year. One being Rosebud's Revenge 2, The Bitter Dose. Which at the time I just wasn't super woke to Rock Marciano. So it slipped under the radar for me. Didn't talk about it. Next he put out Behold a Dark Horse which is super exclusive. you got to pay like 25 bucks on his website to listen to it. That's the only way to get it. I didn't do that. And then two weeks ago, he put out his collab with DJ Muggs titled Chaos. And I snubbed him again, decided to talk about Pieces of a Man and Humble Pie. But I want to give him his props. So for Hot in the Street Song of the Week, I'm going to throw it to my favorite song off his recent collab with DJ Muggs, Chaos. The song is titled Shit I'm On. Likely my favorite track I've ever heard from Rock Marcy. He's similar to a uh, a West Side Gun. Also draws comparisons to a guy like Raekwon. Very like savvy, street inclined. Like dirty but also just on his like underground Don mafioso type shit. So this is your Hot in the Streets song of the week. Shit I'm On by DJ Muggs and Rock Marciano. Blood is
3: your par, you rap up Fuck a roof while I cover the cars, white like a duck bar. Park the double R, pull your trump card. This hog's 300 large, front on the guard, you get dumped on. You tumble when your number was called. The 40 long calls you the somersault so dog. Don't worry, Lord, the summer's all yours. The pump's still up under the London fall. The horse is imported from Portugal. My song's like soft porn. Huh? song with tall Amazons, Black Panameras, Tony Montana standards, scramblers and scanners in the Porsche. Grams is soft, we used to scramble on the porch. For of the Phantom course, I blame it your thoughts. Transport snort, so raw the shit snowball. Got bowler balls with balls, my red ball horse, she like Charlie Baltimore. We up my dog, check the scoreboard. The crib, four floors, you know we in this for the long haul. That shit I'm on. Shit, I'm on. Roll the window down and hit a ball. That's that shit I'm on. That's that shit I'm on. That's that shit I'm I'm on. Roll the window down and hit a ball. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yo, lime green gelato. I'm like Marlo without the scarto know how karma go, the AR strap go over the collarbone, I bone fly holes in Ferragamo, my shine still glow from behind the blindfolds, rock the frozen Montega, the Roly sky dweller, uh, they crash the reguero on La Cienega, uh, all my lines like cinema, the two shot Derringer's close by, I feel like I'm John Derringer, uh, all my clothes is Italian cut, only fuck with bitches if they down the fuck uh, My shade's a thousand bucks enough I got a Russian plug, I get you plugged Your heart'll stop pumping blood You fly for the holes and no fly zone Cop the RS7 Quattro Y'all don't dry those We fly fly holes to the Galapagos And white gold ropes To keep them right we get them light bulb Aight though uh, That's that shit I'm on Shit I'm on. That's that shit I'm on
0: So that's your song of the week Shit I'm on" by DJ. Muggs and Rock Marciano. He's just so smooth with it. It's so clean, effortless. And shout out, Muggs for that beat. I could and have listened to that instrumental on loop. Super dope. and glad I finally got a little bit of rock Marcy going on on the show. So let's get into our recap here with new music announcements. We'll run through what just dropped and what's coming out next. November 2nd, last week, we got a laundry list of albums. We got Fetty by Freddie Gibbs Currency and Alchemist. White Bronco by Action Bronson. Not All Heroes Wear Capes by Metro Boomin. The Last Rocket by Takeoff. FM by Vince Staples. Reset by Moneybag Yo. Dimebag by Styles P. Poison by Swizz Beats. Don't Think That by Blackboy JB. Hood Favorite by Jay Critch, Poison Ivy by Young Lean, Slow Down Kid by Ishtar, and Ox by Matt Ox. I'm having a brutal time trying to figure out which two albums I'm going to talk about next week out of that group. Not All Heroes Wear Capes would definitely be in there by Metro. And then I'm looking at either Fetty or White Bronco probably as the other one. And then just today, because it is New Music Friday, November 9th, we got Noyar by Smino. A Love Letter to You, 3 by Trippy Red. That man is on a steady descent. Jamla is the Squad 2 by Ninth Wonder. Still My Moment by T. Grizzly. Come Over When You're Sober, Part 2 by Lil Peep, R.I.P. Signed to the Streets, 3 by Lil Dirk. The Pimp Tape by Too Short. And IDK and Friends by IDK. That's more of an EP. I think it's only like 6, 7 songs. But it's fun and just. Let's IDK grab a bunch of his, his homies, literally his friends as he titled it, and hop on some tracks and just give something to the fans. So that was cool. And we got Oxnard by Anderson Pack right around the corner next Friday. I don't often review R&B albums. I think I've only done it maybe twice on the show. But Oxnard will probably be the third because I am a big Pack fan, and it's going to be just a huge album for the music landscape. So that's all we got on the show today. Thank you again for listening, tuning in, the Hip Hop Enthusiast Podcast, keeping you up to date on hip hop music in 2018. Spread the word. I appreciate any and all support. So I'll see you guys again next week. In the meantime, if you want to get more content, you want to hit me up, give me feedback on the show, whatever it may be, at Hip Hop on Instagram is the place to do it. That's the best way to contact me. So hopefully I'll see you there. If not, I'll catch you next week with another EP. But I'm out for the night. Peace.